and from the spot kick. What about that for Coolness? Leon are ahead on the night, and more significantly, they're 2-0 up on aggregate. Ronaldo went for it. Oh! Cometh the hour. Cometh the man. Away from Cancelo. Benzema 1-1. Real Madrid get started. That's a rather perilous back pass. And Gabriel Jesus has pounced. And Real Madrid have self-destructed again. Teasing Mario Rui. And coming up with the ball, Lionel Messi. Oh, he hasn't, has he? He is just a conjurer. Lillard for three. Bottom. A minute and a half to play. That's a bomb. Oh, oh my gosh. Keeping the pressure on. And that's the team ethic. Planted in by Lewandowski. Booker, this is for the win. Got it. Wow. And here's Lukaku pulled down surely, but it's in the back of the net. And Inter Milan celebrates a second goal, and it's all about him. Martial again. It's a penalty. It's Fernandez. Who scores? Still no breakthrough for the Spanish team. In by Venega. And the header in. And they have got the breakthrough, and it's Lucas Ocampos. Welcome into the latest episode of the Legion of Sports. I'm Prozwal, joined by the lackadaisical orange chicken Avinasa. The NBA is set to move into its business end as the playoff approaches. We will hand out the bubble awards later, but let's start in Portugal as they host the finals of the Champions League bubble. The quarterfinal classes are all set. Which one are you looking forward to the most, Avi? I mean, I was looking forward to the matchup between Ronaldo and Messi, but uh, Leon had a different idea. And I'm, I'm guessing Barcelona would probably not even get past Barry Munich. So, I mean, out of all those, uh, yeah, it, it has to be Barry Munich and Barcelona, right? Yeah, of course. Bayern and Barcelona reminds us all of uh, last couple of years ago when uh, Jerome Boateng was uh, not made by Lionel Messi into that iconic goal. But we'll get right into that. But before, let's start with this class that we've been all waiting for for the last few months. PSG against Atalanta. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty obvious, wasn't it? That PSC versus Atlanta, PSC should probably be able to get through, I mean, get past them. Uh, I'm not sure it's the most an- anticipated game, but it's just it's going to be a fun one. It, it definitely is going to be a fun one. And we might predict it, it's going to be more like a cricket scoreline or, or even a basketball scoreline because of the way these two teams uh, play or uh, set up. And the reason I said this is a fascinating game is because there's no pressure on Atlanta, so they are giant killers. Meanwhile, PSC, the pressure will be all in them because yeah. they, their main focus is, is the Champions League, and that has always been the case. And they've choked, haven't they? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Death, Texas, and PSC choking up a knockout game in Champions League. I mean, it's bound to happen. And again, even this season, the coach said Mbappe is probably going to be out for the first game. Uh, so, again... There's always something that PSG has to get through the huddle. Yeah, uh, I, I see. I see. I see no point in uh, risking Mbappe. Um, I think he'll be on the bench uh, because he's trained for a couple of days. But I don't think that's enough to see him in the starting eleven. As for PSG, they have a couple other issues. Angel Di Maria is suspended, 
as well as their midfield talisman, uh, Marco Verratti, is out through injury. And a couple more things. They don't have Edinson Cavani. His contract ran out, and they didn't try to extend it for a few more days. And Thomas Munier, their right back, isn't there. So kind of like a thin squad, but should be enough uh, against Atlanta, who do not have their best player with them as well. Josip Ilicis, uh, which we mentioned in the last podcast, because of family reasons, will not be able to make it. I was unaware of those injuries. Uh, uh, you just mentioned Variety is out too. He he is he is. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough loss. Uh, but apart from apart from that, I think I mean PSG just the squad. I mean yeah, with Icardi, Neymar, uh, Thiago Silva, and all those they boys. Have per- uh, Paredes, uh, you know all 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 these guys. Yeah, I think PSG will be fine. Yeah, they, they they don't like in quality at all. It's just that they want to show up or not. And the key thing here. They should not take Atlanta lightly because Atlanta are the highest scoring Serie A side and they, they, they've been consistent over the last couple of years. Yeah, but, you know, the teams like Atlanta, like I, like I told you last week, the bricks is going to fall off. I mean, this is it for them. It's over. I mean, this is not Serie A. This is Champions League. and That's exactly what we thought last year too, but they, they're continuing this uh, flow um, with their manager Gasparini playing the 3-4-1-2 style. And, uh, you know, all these, uh, he is getting the best out of average players, such as Duban Zapata, Papu Gomez, and all, all, all these guys. Fascinating to watch. So I'm, I'm very looking forward to it. And uh, I won't be surprised if uh, Atlanta surprises PSC this time around. I mean, I hope they do. So I can make fun of PSC for another year. And uh, one more thing here. PSC's uh, coach, uh, Thomas Tuchel, will be under huge scrutiny. And I'm pretty sure if he doesn't win this game, he'll be axed the following morning just like Mauricio Sarri, who will get into him in a moment. What do you think about Mauricio Sarri? Sarri for me, every time I see him or even hear his name, the first thing that, that comes to my mind is cigarettes. I mean, he eats, right? He, doesn't he eat cigarettes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just chews it for, for some reason. He's, just, he's, he's like nicotine. Um, his middle name should be nicotine. Whatever floats your boat, Sarri, do your thing. But Speaking of his uh, career at Juventus, I, I don't think so. Anyone was really a fan of him. I mean, I mean, forget the fans, but the players. I, I don't think so. There was a single player in that team who was really enjoying the style of uh, football that sorry had him uh, play the whole season. I'm I'm afraid not. And uh, he didn't have any identity of it. Uh, with with when he was at Chelsea, they did have an identity in the beginning, but he lost his way. Uh, keeper. Uh, you know, that that case, uh, you know, sophisticated, everything. And uh, this year, too, they had so many talents, especially in the midfield. They had uh, Rabio, Kedira, uh, Ramsey, uh, Matuidi, who, by the way, left to enter. But they had all these guys, but there was no chemistry in the, in the middle. He didn't even know his best 11. That, that, that was a problem for him. Forget the midfield. Except Ronaldo and Dybala, that team was just, it was so confusing. I mean, that... Juventus this season has to be the most confusing team out of any in, in top European uh, indeed, football. Indeed. Ronaldo bailed them out so many times. And you know who the third highest goal scorer was? Higuain at, at seven. And then fourth oh, wow. was Delete at four goals. That, that I mean, just tells I, the whole story. Uh, no, I'm surprised that Higuain is third because I was, I was actually going to say a defender ahead of him. Yeah, Delete was fourth, by the way, with four goals. And But the silver lining here for uh, Sarri is he gets 21 million pounds, I think, pounds payoff. So he gets there go. that amount to not to work, basically. 
How about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I mean, 21 million. I mean, imagine the packs of cigarettes he's going to get it uh, for his vacation. Uh, good for him. Uh, and yeah, I, I think Juventus did the right thing by sacking him. I mean, Juventus are a big club. They're looking for Champions League. and Yeah, like you said, he can chew golden cigarettes now with that payoff. And you know who the replacement is? Their legendary midfielder. You, you know what? Actually, uh, when Sari got fired, I was sitting with a couple of my friends in Dallas and I immediately told them, Pilo is going to be the next manager. Because that's how it's been going for every club now. Uh, the nepotism yeah. is strong in every club there is. Without even managing any game for any team, Pilo gets the yeah, job. He, see, he, listen, he was, he was the manager of U23, under 23 side for eight days. So imagine what kind of amazing job he did on those 10, eight, sorry, eight days just to get that job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like a popular appointment, you know, following in the footsteps of like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Lampard, Arteta, and even even Zidane. I'm not a fan of, big fan of this appointment. I'm big fan of Pirlo, by the way. But as far as the appointment goes, I think they missed a trick here. Uh, they wanted, or they should have brought in uh, Messi Milano Allegri, who left last year with uh, with different reasons. But it was his squad, and um, you know he would have been a, a better appointment as far as I'm concerned. But no, I think Juventus got it straight on. Spot on. Perfect timing. Perfect player. Perfect person to replace the coach. Imagine, I mean, if I mean, what's the worst Juventus can do next season? Not win the title? Yeah, see, I mean, it, it doesn't matter even if exactly. they... Exactly. So, they, they all need to do is win the Champions League. But it's, it's a risky appointment. Either, either he's going to make it no, or... No, it's not risky. It's, it's the most safest appointment that a club can have. Just get, get, just get your legends in. I mean, I mean, how how can we see it as as not risky? Because he doesn't even have a uh, like a managerial background at all. Like we don't even know his philosophy and not, nothing. But nobody has done more for that club than Pirlo. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, he's That's he's a club legend. He's he's a club legend, but that doesn't really translate into being a being a top manager at this level because the level is completely different. I I get that part of it. But you think risky, it's not risky at all because Sari just won a title and he's gone. Imagine if Pilo doesn't even win the title next year. I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter unless, I mean, the, the main focus is on, is on Champions League. But I, I say risky is because we don't know his philosophy, nothing. And, uh, and, and we, don't, we don't know his pedigree yet. So he, he might turn out to be a great man manager, but uh, we, we never know. Let's, let's, let's see how he does next season. But uh, an, an interesting appointment. For, for sure. And uh, when uh, Inter and Atlanta are, are, are knocking in their door, uh, this is going to be interesting next season. Yeah, I also got Gigi Buffon uh, making him uh, carry his uh, equipments every time they show up to the training. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Gigi Buffon uh, calls it a career this year and uh, just uh, be an assistant manager next year. You know, and, and get the likes of other, other legendary stars, Pavel Nedved and, and, and go. Talking about your club legends managing your team, um, how can we forget Zinedine Zidane? Um, his first ever defeat in a knockout round, uh, tie, by the way, last week. It, it was Varane who s- stole the show for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, Phil, jo- Phil Jones in disguise. Listen, he, he has been known as a, as a great defender in all these years, um, who's, who's built a great reputation, by the way, all over Europe. And now, a uh, couple errors in a single day and just all that... Uh, reputation is, is is undone how, yeah, how it was, sad that is yeah it was just a bad day for Varane I mean all finger is gonna 
absolutely point at Varane for making that mistake. But I mean, if you look at the bigger picture, the whole Real Madrid team absolutely looked crap the whole game. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, they weren't set out to win this game, although they they had chances when Benzema scored and they had a couple other chances. If they, if they scored, the tie would have uh, swung in in their favor. But they didn't look uh, likely to score at all. And Manchester City were on on the front foot from get go. And um, talking about individual brilliance, um, Real Madrid, their main outlet was uh, Karim Benzema. Other than that, Rodrigo Goes looked looked decent, but Hazard, man, he is 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 really struggling, isn't it? Oh, uh, dude, I mean, he has to be. Real Madrid should call the police and get him arrested. You know what I think? Um, Raheem Sterling is what uh, Real Madrid want Hazard to be. I I, I mean that in a, in a, in a performance or or a statistics point of view. Yeah, but you see uh, how how Raheem Sterling performs. There is no way, bro. There is no way you you're gonna sit there and tell me Sterling in the level. Sterling is in the level of Eden Hazard. But statistics prove me. He's in the this season, this season, yeah, yeah last season, last few seasons. I mean, when he was Chelsea, he was the best player in the whole Premier League. N- n- I mean, no doubt, no doubt about that. But you have to perform each and every year. And if I remember, Eden Hazard, I'm, I'm a big fan of Eden Hazard. He's he's like, on on his day, he's he's one of the world's best players. But listen, I think it was uh, year 2015-16 or, or or something. He was he was not not there at all. We couldn't see him at all. He was just disinterested and. Uh, I mean, Raheem Sterling, fair play to him. Uh, he's defied all the odds and uh, become one of England's best players, not just Manchester City's. But what I just wanted to point out was, statistically, Raheem Sterling is what Real Madrid want Hazard to be. Yeah, maybe this year, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll agree to that. Uh, just because, you know, I mean, Eden Hazard got, what, like one goal this season? Yeah. In I, the, I, in I, the I, league? Yeah, I, don't I mean, it's been so bad, man. I, he should be in prison for six months for for his and, lack and, of uh, dedication towards uh, football. And and I would be highly concerned if I was a Real Madrid fan because I see he was injured for most of the period of, of the season. But thing is, he he was scared. See, when Walker was in in front of him, he he couldn't even uh, take the outside route just because he he couldn't take him one on one. Doesn't look like his old self. Yeah, I mean, can't remember the last time we saw Eden Hazard being this. Uh, boring i would say i mean because he's one of the best players like i said i mean every time he gets the ball you expect something from him you know got to yeah. the defense yeah, definitely. Up, but definitely. It's, it's so boring man on the on the other flank though rodrigo goes uh, started on the right hand side and he had the beating of uh joao cancelo every time and and that cross to 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 get the goal for benzema it was, it was pretty good and uh future looks really good uh on, the, on that front though so city won the won the tie comprehensively, didn't they? They, they? they were the best team in, in Madrid as well and even in the return leg, they, they were the best side. Completely. Yeah, and especially with the injury of Sergio Ramos, uh, really paved their way to uh, get that win. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, suspension, not injury. But Oh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, suspension. Yep. See, all eyes were on young Elder Miltao because he was Ramos's replacement, but it was other reliable person or reliable defender, Ron, who is told. So, anyways... Manchester City, um, you know, Champions League is all, all, all they've been wanting for, just like PSD. They're through to the next round and they are set to play Lyon. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating encounter, but, but City are heavy favorites, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be this season. I, I just don't see any, any other way that City might, uh, City will not be, you know, motivated to play any of the remaining of the games just because, you know, 
if you look at the uh, domestic side, they did not win anything. Oh, well, they did win the cup, but they've been winning that for like past three years, I think. Yeah, it was it was uh, a stroll. It was a stroll yeah. in the park. Some city fans call you know this period the greatest Premier League side ever, but the highest achievement that they have got in Champions League is when Man United had with David Moyes. That was quarterfinal. So City has to be motiva- uh, motivated to play the remaining of the games. Yeah, Manchester City, just like we mentioned PSG before, PSG and Man City, and even Juve in a way. Juve are eliminated, but these two sides, they, I think, have the most uh, uh, pressure uh, in, in terms of winning. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Guardiola walks away if, if he doesn't win this time because, man, he's, he's, he's been wanting that uh, Champions League crown ever since he left Barcelona. He didn't win with uh, Bayern. It's either 400 million or walk away. Absolutely, uh, you know, and 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 the remaining quarterfinal tie will will include uh, the the two former sides of guess who, Pep Guardiola. Two former sides. Oh, Barcelona and Bayern Munich. I think it's it's the cream of the crop among amongst the ties, quarterfinal ties. I think this is the one that we have all been looking for. It, since it's a single legged tie, it's uh, more suited to Barcelona compared to like two legged ties. If it was over the two legs, I, th- I think Bayern would would comprehensively win. But yeah. since it's, it's a single leg tie, Barcelona do 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 have a chance. And uh, with with Messi in their hands, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just needs a few Messi magic moment, and you can you know if if he gets a goal in, uh, you can totally see Barcelona just parking the bus and maybe uh, you know one of those nights for Bayern Munich. Yeah, Barcelona look probably on on paper at least probably the best side among the remaining eight teams. I think City got a better score. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's Bayern. true. But as 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 far as functioning, they look like an oil, well oiled machine. You look at uh, Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, he's gonna miss him. He, he he's not gonna stop. Uh, I think him not getting the Ballon d'Or has added an extra uh, raise inside him to go yeah. out there and win the Champions League. It's it's a kick in the backside for him, and uh, he he'll he'll be. Uh, roaring to go when it comes uh, to the kickoff and in trying trying to show all these uh, all these Ballon d'Or award givers in, in in a way, and also UEFA. I mean, stop putting London teams to play against Bayern Munich. I mean, it's shame to see them uh, getting smoked every year. Yep, I think the aggregate scoreline. Uh, I don't even know. This year has been uh, against against two London sides. It was seventeen to three <laughs> or something. It's just yeah, seventeen to three. It, it, it's just crazy, and. Uh, one thing, though, for Bayern, uh, their defense hasn't always been good. Uh, they lack, lack space with uh, Nicolas Sula and uh, even Jerome Boateng, who might see the ghost of, you know, Leo Messi. But he's, he's a professional. He should be able to overcome a, a last time's performance. So who are you going to pick, Avi? There's no way I'm going to pick uh, any team at Bayern Munich. Absolutely not. Let's see. We'll we'll find out. Uh, it's it's going to be a fascinating encounter. Uh, this, like we said, it's a single-legged tie. Anything can happen. And uh, one thing I noticed, obviously, in the round of 16, we had plenty of uh, you know interesting games, but not like the ones that we see we saw last year. So, you know, we we, we might have something up our sleeves this quarterfinal round. We already saw it. I mean, Leon knocked out Juventus. So there's yeah, yeah. A, there's I mean, there's an upset. Of course we did, but uh, kind of like a special comeback or, you know, like some, a team, like a couple goals ahead and, you know, another co- team does a comeback, something like that. Yeah, uh, you know, with no fans and all all these circumstances, you can 
it's going to be a plain straight game for any of the teams. I, I don't I, I don't see the momentum shift on anything, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, if a team gets the first goal, there is more chances that that team is going to add another one. Indeed. Instead of uh instead of a comeback. Indeed. Not having the away goals rule, I think it's 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 it makes less of a spectacle for fans because if there's away goals rule, you know, the extra twist, uh, you know, to to the contest. Yeah. Talking about contest the second year of UEFA club competition, uh, the UEFA Europa League is uh, already its quarterfinals is already underway. Uh, there's been at this time of recording, there's already been a couple of quarterfinals. We'll get in right into it, but uh, first some sports update. Sixty-one points, game time. Back-to-back fifty games in a win over Mavs. Portland back in the driver's seat for the eighth spot. That eighth spot race is heating up. We'll get much more into the depth later in the show. Okay. NBA to introduce bubble awards, including the MVP and all bubble team. Don't you think Champions League should do the same? Um, nah, there's there's so much less of a game to play in Champions League than basketball. And finally, in the honor of me finishing Harry Potter for the first time, I just got Harry Potter updates to give you out to you. Makeup artists applied Harry's scar over 2,000 times and Radcliffe went through 160 pairs of glasses in the entire series. All I know about Harry Potter is Daniel Radcliffe. That's all. Next. Wow, I'm surprised you didn't say Emma Watson. Oh, that too. But yeah, next. Art, I don't want to alarm you, but there may be a... Call it second quickly, Enrique! So as always, we give out our trivia. Um, Avi has been updating his score. Uh, win and loss call him, but... Since we had in differences last week, we're going to start from 0-0. Zero, zero. How about that, Avi? Yeah, too much cheating, man. Uh, By we, you? Okay. Uh, we're going to start over. Yeah, let's start over. So today's trivia is, who has the most assists in Champions League this season? Um, Kevin De Bruyne? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find out. You might be 1-0. and all. You might be 0-1. and one. Let's see. We'll find out at the end of the so. So let's move on to Orlando Salviovic, uh, where things are spicing up. Uh, it's almost playoffs time. And is it game time yet, Avi? Uh, two games um, back-to-back, 60, I mean, 50 plus points. I mean, game time. I mean, it's a regular season. So yeah, it is game time. Uh, did you see he, he missed uh, game-winning free throws and uh, he was taunted by uh, Patrick Beverly and co. Yeah, that was really cheap of Paul George and Patrick Beverly to do so. I, I mean, I get it. Damien Lillard. I mean, he has to make that free throw because, you know, you're, you are the damn time and whatever. But, I mean, for someone like Paul George, who has yeah. absolutely, absolutely won nothing in his career to make fun of Damian Lillard, come and get out of here. See, I, see, I wasn't surprised with uh, Patrick Beverly because we know how, uh, you know, ranch is. Oh, see, oh yeah, Patrick, Patrick Beverly is like a little rat in, a, you know, in your house. Uh, he, he's just there to make noise and mess your daily lives. But... Um, well, just a little bit disappointed on Paul George. Same, same here, and especially, uh, you know, last year Paul George was sent home by uh, Damian Lillard uh, with that three-pointer. Remember that buzzer beater? So, wasn't that a bad shot? Lillard, long-range three, and it's good at the buzzer. Damian Lillard, are you kidding me? Care what anybody says? That's a bad shot. And which, should we count that as feud? A uh, little bit. 
So I thought you did a top five feuds uh, in in relation to this. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as I saw the uh, Instagram comments of those three guys, the first thing I I said to myself was, uh, "Let me make a list of those top five feuds going on in the bubble right now." Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited too. All right, number five. DJ Warren, the MVP, versus GP Pockets. I think this would be number one. <laughs> I mean, it could have been number one, but the round two kind of didn't take it. I mean, uh, lift off because yeah. yeah, TJ it, it, Warren did really show up for that game. Yeah, he didn't, and he was double teamed and 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 such. Number four, Dame versus PG and Pat. I mean, I just included it just because you know it's fresh for everyone. So you know what I thought was, obviously I was disappointed with Paul George, but. Clippers are putting so much pressure on themselves by doing that, you know. If either they win the title or, or, or you know, eat their words or, or whatever they've done so far. Bust, win or bust. That's yeah. it for Clippers. Number three, Joel Embiid versus any Celtics player. I mean, it, it can be Marcus Smart. It can be those, you know, uh, Morris brothers when they were playing for Celtics or whoever. But Embiid. I mean, he got history with Celtics, man. I wouldn't be surprised if Dayton and Embiid goes at it uh, uh, this series. Uh, that, 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 that could be a fascinating encounter as well. Number two, James Harden versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? Uh, that last year, last season, I think. Last season, right? When, yeah. uh, Giannis, when, he... when Giannis deliberately tried to hit Harden or I don't oh, know yeah. what happened. I think he did that on purpose. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, since since that day, uh, they both are going against it, at each other. Even at the All Star game, Giannis pretty much, you know, said our offense was solely based on who James Harden was guarding, and we're gonna go after him. Yeah, and James Harden has been salty since uh, he he was picked by Giannis for MVP crown as well. Yeah, but uh, I gotta give a little little kudos to James Harden the way he's he's fought back in the last game. Played the defense uh, against him and got the win, even despite being 24 down. Yeah, so in, in, in the bubble, they, they've been really good, and he looks out of shape to me for some reason. But he's been playing lights out. Uh, the whole Rocket squad one day they are like world beater, the next day they're just amateur. Today, I mean, against Spurs, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they got smoked. And before I get into number one, honorable mention uh, Donald Trump versus LeBron James. That's a good one. <laughs> or Donald Trump versus any basketball player in the bubble. And finally, number one, I mean, this has to be obvious. Uh, you want to take a guess on it? It's Damian Lillard and... Oh, uh, uh, Paul George? No. That's... Oh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, there you go. Dude, those, those two guys genuinely hate each other. I mean, they respect each other after the game, but... On the court, no way. They they, they hate each other. It's, it's one of the best matchups. Absolutely, yep. So those were the top five fields. Uh, we're definitely looking forward to it, aren't we, Avi? Especially in the playoffs, if any of these fields happen, um, and we're we're pleasantly hoping for it to happen. I'm looking forward to LeBron versus Kawhi. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to LeBron versus. Uh, any any like top stars like be it Giannis, be it Harden, you know, 
just, just just to test him out against against a top player. We'll, we'll get into the awards uh, section a little later, but let's discuss how these stars have been fearing in the bubble. You know, some of these players have been playing lights out. Some of these players haven't had fortunate times and, and they've struggled. And especially with playoffs, not even a week away. Let's see how things pan out before the playoffs, shall we? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about you, but I think I'm pretty much sold on the uh, Phoenix Suns hype train. I mean, oh David God. Booker. Phoenix Suns and David Booker, 7-0. and they, they won today again. You know, everything seems to go right for uh, Phoenix Suns right now. Even their marketing department has, has been picking dubs right now. They, they're surprising players with uh, pre-game intros recorded, recorded by their family and loved ones. Such a, such a great sight to see, isn't it? I mean, Phoenix Suns is the America's team right now. <laughs> America's team, they are. And uh, this last decade, they've struggled uh, after, after having, uh, uh, you know, Nas and, and, and other talented stars in their prime at the previous decade, not winning anything and, and, and to be able to not even compete for playoffs and to now looking like a threat. Everyone discounted them and their chances were 60 to 1 to make the playoffs before the bubble. Yeah, I mean, rightly so. Uh, why should anyone give credit to Phoenix Sun for what they have done for the past 10 years? You mentioned guys like Steve Nash and all those great players who played for them. Uh, you can really see the work uh, David Booker is putting in a hope that Suns would actually trade him next year. And having DeAndre Ayton fully fit uh, helps as well. Yeah, uh, Booker is really working towards the uh, trade next season. He don't want to be there. Uh, did, did you see Draymond, uh, Draymond Green's comment on TNT? Yeah, I think he, he got fined more than the amount he earned during that uh, episode. I wouldn't say that's a, a very uh, a good business decision from uh, Draymond Green's side of point. I mean, he was just trying to be relevant anyways, wasn't he? But he's right, though, because Green, he, I mean, he was just speaking his mind. He's right about it. He needs to get out of Phoenix. And Booker is just wasting his time. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, he's not wrong at all. NBA finding them, come on. I mean... He's just speaking his mind and he's, he's telling the truth. He's not putting out any explicit content or any, any, any bad remarks out there. He's just being honest. Say my name. You're goddamn right. From one team who's vying for the eighth seed to another who've already secured number one seed in the West, the LA Lakers. The team that everyone thinks, or not everyone, all LeBron fans think, they're going to win LeBron's fourth NBA title. Is that, is that going to come to fruition? I think LeBron already got his excuses out. Didn't he come out and said uh, he, have, he haven't played in the gym for a long time? Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, no NBA player has played in a gym for a long time. So I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, it's just you know, yeah. one of those excuses that he already got out before he uh, gets knocked out by uh, Portland in the first round. Even I haven't played in an empty gym in like probably forever. Uh, like you said, it's just an excuse. But on the court though, the Lakers look unflattering. They, they, they have misfits such as Dion Waiters and, and Co. like J.R. Smith. And, and they didn't have time to gel at all. Uh, I mean, no excuses there. I mean, they have Caruso injury as well. And I personally feel they're missing every Bradley and uh, his, his perimeter shooting as well as defensive capability. And uh, for the team who, who's who's number one seed, they'll look vulnerable. And and if yeah. Portland and if Portland are are the eight seed, they might do something in here, you know. 
Absolutely. Uh, if you watch Lakers play, I think they are last offensively uh, in rankings from every point of view uh, after the restart. And you can see the holes in the team. I mean, if your best player is Kyle Kuzma or Danny Green, dude, your team is in trouble, man. Yeah. So remember, um, some some people were even saying uh, Portland Trailblazers would be the best ever eight seed. Um, I'm not so sure about that. Remember, I think it was back in 2008 or nine when uh, the Golden State Warriors upset number the then number one seed Dallas Mavericks. So it it, it might happen again. Uh, we're not probably going to go against it, but for Lakers, they have a have a huge uh, uh, responsibility in their hands to at le- at least make the NBA Finals, and they have problems uh, in, in inside their team as well. Their star man uh, Anthony Davis. He, he, he's, he's had a statistically a great year and people give credit to LeBron for his MVP year, so-called MVP year, but AD has been a standout, hasn't he? Yeah, well, uh, like I said last week, uh, Anthony, Anthony Davis has been leading the Lakers in every single stat except assist uh, record, which LeBron leads the NBA, but Anthony Davis, I mean, the work that he p- puts in the court is just unmatchable and uh, remember the time when Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Durant was there mm-hmm. and they were clearly the best duo in the league but none of them actually got the credit for MVP because everyone was like it cancels out so why are we giving credit to LeBron James for it yeah I don't know probably because he's way more famous and uh, he's, he's liked by everyone anyways one more thing about Anthony Davis that I wanted to uh, pick out is his fourth quarter struggles and it's it's, it's been there to see and I think I told you last week off air as well, um, his fourth quarter performance haven't been quite up to standards. And for a team that needs to win championships, you can't only rely on LeBron, 35-year-old LeBron. And, uh, you know, I went and saw uh, Anthony Davis's fourth quarter uh, point tally against LA Clippers, probably one of the best teams in, in NBA. So he has zero, four points, four points, and two points in four games in fourth quarter. Yeah, um, when the game is on the line, it's it's really tough to trust uh, Anthony Davis because uh, I do believe in the fourth quarter, your best player needs to get the ball. And for Lakers, the first priority has to go through LeBron James and then he can make decision if he wants to go to Anthony Davis or get a wide open shot to Green. But yeah, Anthony Davis has to step up. I mean, you, you can't be putting single digit number the whole year in the fourth quarter. That's yeah. not possible. Yeah, there's no denying uh, their number one go-to option is LeBron. But being a go-to, second go-to guy, um, Anthony Davis, and with with the amount of stoppages and all that chances in the fourth quarter, having that having those numbers is just it, it's it's unheard of, and uh, it's going to be a huge concern. Talking about concerns, the New Orleans Pelicans were a huge disappointment in the bubble. I mean, wasn't that the team we both picked to make it to that spot? Yeah, we picked. Um, I think it was more like a, an emotional pick. And and listen, didn't the NBA just make a playing tournament just so Zion and Pelicans could get a chance? Yeah, realistically, uh, realistically speaking, wasn't it? Um, uh, no, because I think NBA looked into the Damian Lillard's comment when he said, "I'm not gonna go into the bubble if there is if there is not a clear chance for us to get into the." in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah of and, course, of course. That, and, that, that was and, one of the factors too. And David Lillard, he stepped up. And I, 
right now I'm not uh, upset by it. I mean, I re- I did really wanted to see Pelicans in, but the way Port- uh, Portland has been playing, I mean, I think it's going to be a better matchup with LeBron James with yeah, and, uh, Lillard and, 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 than Giant. And good thing for Portland is their big guys are back: Yusuf Nurkic and Jack Collins. Uh, they 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 have a high advantage over Lakers as well. Talking about good matchup, the eighth seed comes down right to the wire. So. Memphis Grizzlies, they're struggling right now. Are they even going to hold on to that eighth seed? Or? Uh, no way. I, I think Portland is right now the eighth seed in front of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Portland plays Brooklyn at the la- uh, in the last game. And I'm not sure who Memphis plays, but I'm already putting them in the uh, loss column. Yeah, and, and Suns play uh, Dallas Mavericks. And I, I, I feel like yeah. Suns need this game more than uh, than Dallas. So... It just depends upon who's hungrier on that day. So yeah, I mean, so far with every, I mean all the teams that I watch, I mean, I would give you know I would be happy if Suns gets through, but uh, no way uh, any any team is more deserving to the eighth spot than Portland Trailblazers. So on this note, shall we go into the bubble awards? Because I think mm-hmm. Portland's gonna get one of the awards, anyways. Colin Morikawa, twenty-three. Wins PGA Championship in a second career major. This guy has won more tour championship than he has cut in his entire career. Yeah, that that was incredible. Um, I don't think Tiger played, did he? Oh, he did. He did? How did he do? Below average. I mean, he was minus one overall, so I would say below average. Disappointing. Some Cowboys player creating training camps bubble at hotel before on-field practices. What's that about? Wouldn't be surprised if it was Ezekiel Elliott. And finally, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint were doing actual school homework on the film set every time there was a classroom scene. Wonder what you would have done. Hand it over to someone else. I, I never did my homework, so... But have you done the homeworks for our NBA Bubble Awards? Yeah, I think I did uh, look into it a little bit. Uh, so hold on. So we got MVP, r- Rookie of the Year, those kind of stuff, or what do you got? Yeah, a bit of everything. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into MVP uh, a little later, but let's start with uh, the most impressive team. Oh, the most impressive team? I don't think so. Anyone, anyone is going to... Pick a different one. It has to be Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. And and by a mile. Just because Blazers have done well, but we knew they had a good good roster. It's just that they had a few injuries and all that. But Suns, nobody expected. And how about the coach? Uh, coach, uh, hold on. Let me Google this real quick because I don't know the coach of Phoenix Suns. Uh, uh, Monty Williams. Okay, so yeah, give it to that guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if your team is good, then give, give all that and hand over the award to their, their coach. And uh, how about the other side of the coin, uh, disappointing team? I was going to give it to Washington Wizards, but I mean, they've been disappointed anyway, so... I mean, uh, why are expecting something out of uh, Washington? Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> They're still winning, um, though. 
I mean, not after the restart. I mean, they've been awful, man. The offense has lasted every category. Yeah, I mean, the point points per game, uh, field goal percentage, three-point three field goal percentage, yeah, they've been dismal. I mean, even yesterday's game, Lakers were, the, the starters were struggling to beat the Denver Nuggets Denver's bench. Denver's backup, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I would, I would, I would rather pick uh, Philadelphia Sixers because it's just been a terrible performance from this side from this side expected a lot more from Sixers uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons uh, to be fair Simmons is out injured on uh, un- unfortunately but listen one thing I had hoped for for Sixers was because their away form was terrible right before the bubble so in the bubble you don't really have to travel that much and I thought their away blues would go away but not necessarily uh, in a way I think every team in in the NBA has improved, you know, slightly, maybe not a lot, but slightly, but 76ers, man, I mean, they just started the restart just like the way they left the season. Awful. Yeah, very awful. And I firmly believe the process is going nowhere and they need to reboot. Just, oh, no, just no, no. trade away one of their stars and just reboot. No, he, he got to change that name. You can't be called process. I mean, the process would not take this long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they need, that's what I'm saying. They need to reboot. How about a uh, rookie of the? I wouldn't say rookie of the year, but rookie of the bubble. You know, I have to go with the the greatest basketball player of all time. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. And Bobo. And Bobo, but this time I'm going to go with Michael Porter Jr. Back to back, 35 points game. I mean, oh, even fair the, enough. Fair enough. Uh, I had him for the rookie of the bubble as well. And uh, finally, the MVP. I think I know who it is, but um, yeah. Same time. Um, I mean, it's a close one. You can go either Booker or Damian Lillard, but the number or, that or the number that he's been putting has been really sensational. Or, or, or why not uh, T.J. Warren too? I mean, T.J. Warren TJ was 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 not up to standards. Uh, but listen, if if yesterday's game didn't didn't happen, we'd be looking at T.J. Warren as the MVP as well, weren't we? Yeah, TJ Warren, you got to flip a coin on him. Um, heads, you get a 50-point game till it's a 12-point game. So we need to see more more from TJ Warren. And I think, yeah. uh, hold on, and I, I got one more for you. I'm not sure if you got it or not. The game of the bubble. Game of the bubble? It's a tough ask. Um, there, there's a couple couple games that, are, that have been really good. I watched the... Uh, Milwaukee and Dallas Mavericks game that was pretty good and even the first game or, or the second game between the Lakers and Clippers was was pretty good pretty intense as far as uh, energy wise yeah uh, I think I got every Portland game in the bubble yeah, I mean every, every, every Portland game they have played it's just been a really close and yeah it's been uh, fun to watch yeah they've been fun to watch and I don't think they are a fun proposition for Lakers or, 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 or any other teams that they face in the playoffs. Yeah, they're not scared of anyone. All the NBA is having fun. The playoff is almost here. Uh, things are going great for NBA uh, after the restart. Now the onus is on football. And there's two. The NFL, the professional football and college football. Right now, college football is the talk of the town. Either it's going to happen or not going to happen. We'll discuss next. Athletics Raymond Luerango, 
I'm sorry, I, I, I might have completely butchered his name, but whatever that guy name is, uh, was suspended six games. Astros hitting coach Alex Clinton suspended 20 games for that brawl. Oh, dang. I, I think I saw that. And... I mean, what a waste of a brawl. Uh, I, mean, I think baseball got the worst brawl than any, any sports ever. I, I think they took a leaf out of WWE. But in WWE, you actually throw some punches out. I mean, what's the point of getting suspended if you're not going to hit someone? Back 12 postpones all sports through, throughout the end of the year, while ACC and SEC says football plans remains unchanged. Funny how the, the rich conference wants to play, but the poor ones are worried about the health. Yep, they are. And... Uh... It's a power struggle right now uh, for, for college football. And uh, we're almost time for uh, the, the start of college football, aren't we? And finally, J.K. Rowling spent the first five years writing Harry Potter, just setting up rules on what the character could and couldn't do. Enough of Harry Potter, Robbie. Um, but the preparation, man, five years just to prepare the rules Uh, Yeah, I I know it's pretty popular, but enough of that for today. The result of today's trivia is Hakim Ziyech with 5 assists. The former Ajax man who recently transferred to Chelsea will not have chances to increase his lead. Right behind him are Quentin Tolisso of Bayern Munich with 4 assists and Riyad Mahrez and Kylian Mbappe with 4 E's as well. They will have chances to increase their tally, so Avi is 0-1. Let's focus on something that's really important as far as uh, amateur football goes. Uh, you know, college football uh, is, is the talk of the town right now. You sure it's amateur? I mean, it looks professional to me because I'm amateur. I can't play like that. Yeah, but we're talking about players that are amateur, that, that are set to become uh, world-class professionals. But at least they're amateurs. They don't get paid. That's the difference. Although they get paid under the table, but... Yeah, I mean, NCAA is it's just a modern version of slavery. It's, it's a scam. And the uh, thing is, everyone knows it, you know. It's just the, the players are treated like crap, man. I mean, sure, you get, draft, you, know, you get drafted into the NFL, but that's like 1% of the entire college players. And I mean, you, you can't have a league or organization where a damn athletic coach makes $3 million a year and the best player doesn't even get an hourly salary. It's a joke, man. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's something that we, if we get into that level, should have to change, I think. And, you know, I mean, you talk about the football part of it. Uh, there is no leadership in that. They're, the last thing they want to bother would probably be the health issue of the players because, I mean, do, do they even care? As long as all those players step onto the field and give them uh, four quarters of football and, you know, they get the TV money, NCAA doesn't care about the players. Yeah, as long as they get the revenue, sir, uh, they'll be fine. And I think they've, didn't they postpone their season to spring this morning? Yeah, yeah like I said, uh, Big Ten, Pac-12, those conferences have postponed till spring season, but ACC and SEC where, you know, the top top dogs like Alabama, Auburn, LSU, those guys play, they, they, they want the season to be uh, 
to be held as as scheduled. And it, it's getting intriguing out there because if you play in spring or, or let's say if I was a college football athlete about to go into NFL and I, I was said to, you know, get drafted in spring and playing in spring with chance of getting injured, I would double think about playing. That's the whole problem with NCAA. The players got no choice. I mean, if they want to play football, your best That's solution true. to get, get into the I, NFL I, I is... Think, yeah. I, I think only the, only the players that have nothing to lose, like, uh, you know, um, so the, the guys like uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, who are already known as, as the top dogs, they're, they're, I mean, they have nothing to lose. So even if there's no season, they'll get drafted high. So there's the other players, like 90% of these players who have everything to play for. So they, they'll definitely want to play, don't they? Else, else their, their selection would be hampered. Yeah, I mean, the NCAA should absolutely look into how NBA are working on with, uh, with G League, uh, where we already saw, you know, three of the top five uh, recruits, uh, top five talent in this country already signing for G League team instead of playing for a school. And, yeah, so and that's how, how it should how be. About, how about we have XFL as a, as a tier two football? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dwayne the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson should absolutely be uh, looking into this and saying maybe we should just do this like in NFL, uh, NFL 2.0, so the players can get the opportunity and play in the big league. Yeah, he he bought a XFL share for like fifteen million dollars. I think it's the best thing that has happened to XFL. Just because, not just because of of uh, the Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but his pedigree as an actor, everything. Yeah, he got that in a rock bottom price. As far as the NFL goes, uh, obviously they were, they were going to be uh, affected by not having the college football this year, uh, especially with the draft coming up next year. But let's focus on this season, Avi. The season is almost uh, less than less than a month away now. Uh, you know, players joining the the new teams. So many players joining the new teams, new threads. You know, all these new pictures, it's, it's just creating massive uh, storylines right now. Yeah, 27 days till we see Texans play the Kansas City. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating. And uh, funnily enough, uh, the LA Rams stadium, they're, they're going to open the SoFi Stadium against Cowboys in an empty stadium. Looks like it. I mean, it was empty, but now it has to be empty because of the rules and all. But uh, And also, speaking of the Rams, uh, they just... Uh, uh, HBO just uh, launched Hard Knocks for Hard Knocks, yeah, yeah uh, today. So I'm looking forward to uh, well, Jared Goff throwing another interception this year. Is, is it already out today? Yeah, it, it premiered today. Oh, I'm, I, I might go watch it before I sleep. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be intriguing. Uh, both uh, Chargers and Rams are in there, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Avi, uh, I, I can't wait for the beginning of the season. It's just, like you said, just 27 days away. Time flies, um, you know, the action will be back. And uh, we have a usual, we have an annual usual tradition uh, of, of playing fantasy football. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, we had fun as well playing the fantasy football. We had a small uh, group of people, just, just uh, our friends from soccer. I mean, out of all those players, uh, the guy who have never played fantasy managed, uh, managed to win the whole tournament. I know, so ironic. It's just Christian McCaffrey saved his ass, man. He he really did. I think he'll be the number one pick again this year. And uh, man, didn't you have the number one pick last year? You you made I, a couple. 
I, I, I had Saquon. I took Saquon Barkley, and trust me, if I have number one pick again, I'm going to pick Saquon Barkley again. Yeah, you're going to... Ahead of McGaffrey. You're going to make that mistake twice, just like Rafael Varane. Hopefully not. So last year, we didn't have as many people. We just had a few f- members. Now the family is expanded. Since we have all you listeners uh, intrigued into fantasy football as well, if you'd like to join us, uh, do let us uh, in the comment section. We'll put up a poll question where if you're interested, we'll let you in for the fantasy draft. Um, trust me, it's going to be fun. It's, it's, a, it's a lot different than, than soccer fantasy, isn't it, Avi? Can, can you explain our listeners uh, how, how this fantasy works? Yeah, so uh, in soccer, obviously, you know all the all your players because, you know, mostly we are into, I mean, NFL is kind of new for us. But the beauty about NFL football is everyone knows everything about every player before week one. But after that, it's it's over. Yeah, next uh, next week it's gonna be a whole different uh, setup, and it's it's mostly based up on your skill of luck, I would say. Yeah, and another thing I wanted to touch upon is Avi, uh, in, in in soccer fantasy or Premier League fantasy football, basically you can have Sergio Aguero, I can have Sergio Aguero, everyone can have Sergio Aguero, or in this case, everyone can have the same player. But here, once you draft one player, you the other team, the other player cannot draft. So basically you can be a manager and you have your own squad or own roster and nobody else can have your own player. And unlike soccer, I think NFL draft is more interesting than the actual game. Oh, for sure. Hands down. It is way interesting. And another thing that makes it interesting is, I mean, I shouldn't really be saying that, but injuries, there's so much injuries. So if your player does really well this weekend, might not turn out so good next next week. You know? I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, I asked uh, Saquon Barkley who got injured for like four or uh, five games last season. That cost me uh, 50 bucks. I, was... I, I remember that, man. Uh, and, and you're so present with him. Yeah. I, I mean, he was my number one pick. I didn't want to drop him. What can I say? Well, yeah. I couldn't drop him, but I couldn't even, I, I didn't want to trade him either. But yeah. yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember my number one pick, um, Michael Thomas. Oh, the four-yard slant guy. Uh, but he was producing. I mean, every game he had like twenty-five points. Yeah. Yep, he was averaging some something similar. So, anything else, Avi? Uh, b- before we before we close out the episode. Um, no, I think we are only forty minutes late to close out. That's all for today. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for loving us. Um, do subscribe to us on various podcasting platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and even we are on YouTube as well. If you have any questions, suggestions, feedback, uh, do let us know. Uh, we are on IG at the Legion of Sports. We're pretty active there with all the news, views, reviews, as well as memes. Um, you know, you could always find us or, or even DM us if you have any contents and views. If you'd like to join in us in the show, uh, we could bring you in the show as well. Uh, please let us know. Uh, it'd be really, really open about that as well. Yeah, think of, I mean, think of me as a, as a therapist. If you're trying to get over some problems in your life, I'm here for you, man. Most definitely. All you're going to suggest is some uh, few bottles of vodka. I mean, it, it works 60% of the time, every time. So that's all for today. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Damn time.